So your mind just jumps to the worst possible explanations of everything and just goes with that. Yours doesn't? That must be nice. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. You ready for the spooky? Uh, yeah, the lights are all on, doors open, I'm ready to be spooked. Okay, so the other day, I'm watching Ghostbusters, because it's the best movie of all time, fight me. It or Back to the Future, I actually haven't decided. Or the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> Top three movie, fight me. I mean, I don't want to, I, I like these movies. <laughs> we can discuss things, but we don't have to fight. I wanted to fight. This is a podcast between two friends just talking about things. This is not Twitter. We don't have to just come and be like, okay, fight me about that. No, I, I like it too. Can we just like things? Uh, that's actually my goal in life is to just like things. That's all I ever want. I, I only want to like. I want to always be in a state of, oh, this is nice. Which is exactly how I felt as I was watching Ghostbusters. But it got to the point where I was doing the actual song and during the credits and I was listening to the song because that song slaps or jams, or what whatever songs do that is good, that song does it. And it got to the part where it talks about a creepy old man sleeping in your bed, or something like that. I don't know the exact lyrics. And it reminded me of an experience I had growing up. When I was lying in bed at my grandma's house, and I rolled over, and there was someone in the bed that was not there originally. And it was a small, spindly thing. And I'm like in this like weird sleep state. I'm like, yeah, and it, it got out. It left. I don't know what it was. Fast forward five years or so. I'm in high school. I'm sitting at my computer late at night. I, at a very young age, developed the horrible habit of staying up till midnight doing stuff on a computer, a tradition that lives on to this day. I was going to say, and now I'm still keeping it up 30 yeah. years later. Exactly. It's how, I'm, it's how I was born. It's how I'm going to die. And my little sister walks out of her room, and I'm like, that's weird. What's what's going on? And I'm trying to talk to her, and I realize she's sleepwalking. So I kind of push her back towards her room. She goes back to her room and goes to bed. I mention that to my mom, and she's like, oh, yeah, she sleepwalks sometimes. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's probably why in that bed at Grandma's house years ago, that must have been her getting into the bed. And just sleepwalking there, and that's weird. Or, and that's normal. There's nothing weird about that situation that I've been terrified of till this point. My one brush with the supernatural. It was my sister sleepwalking. And that's what I thought it was until just a week ago when I was watching Ghostbusters. And I thought about it for a minute. And I'm like, wait a second. If she was the age she was when I learned she sleptwalk five years before, she would have been barely walking and wouldn't have been able to climb up into that bed. So now I realize that the thing that I've rationalized out of being a ghost still might be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume the scene that you're talking about is, and this is the second time this has come up in our podcasting history, uh, Ray gets a handy. No, 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 no. This is in the song when, when the guy's like, hey. Oh, it's just the, the... There's some reference to an invisible man sleeping in your bed. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> That, that part. You know, the do 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 I'm aware. Yes, that, that, that is not why I didn't nod my head. <laughs> Guess that song doesn't do anymore. 
slap. <laughs> it still slaps. It's a good song. So, uh, yes, that is definitely the lyric. You're right. An invisible man sleeping in your bed. I love that one, hearing one thing of just being like, oh, well, that totally explains it. Like that creepy thing, creepy uh, creature over by my window. That's just a broom with a hat on it. Like, you know, like all the <laughs> kids' cartoons always talked about. And then, uh, well, that one, uh, that that ugly eight-eyed monster coming out of my closet to eat me. That's just an ugly eight-eyed monster coming out of my closet to eat me. <gasps> what? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you, you having that reaction, but well, five years later and then later than that, <laughs> having the re-reaction. <laughs> Wait, she couldn't have been walking. Um, that's, uh, maybe she doesn't sleep walk. Maybe she sleep floats. Maybe we're going in between here. Ooh. Maybe she has some supernatural stuff about her. It still could have been my sister, but she's, I don't know, a ring girl? I guess the ring girl could, like, climb up the side. Maybe that was it. Or, like, uh, Poltergeist 3. No, not Poltergeist. Uh, Exorcist 3, where the old lady crawls on the ceiling and then drops down. That could have done it. I mean, yeah, it does. Again, that's why I <laughs> I turn off the lights downstairs and run upstairs. Like, literally run to the point where I hurt myself. <laughs> Baby gates suck. <laughs> turn on the lights and gonna run upstairs and... Dong! Ah! <laughs> I broke my wiener again! Uh, luckily for me... That's that... why we call it a baby gate. That's not at all. It is not <laughs> gate you off from having babies any more anymore. babies from getting in. <laughs> Childproof that house both ways. The funny thing about the baby gate we currently have up is that my three-year-old son doesn't give a crap about it and never it, it never <laughs> impedes him from anything. Also, he never gets up in the night, so we still just have it up because it's a it's a possibility, but it really just screws dad up. <laughs> constantly run into it, and it still could really mess me up if I was trying to run from you know. An intruder or a ghost, which, you know, ghosts chase you and then murder you all the time. So why wouldn't I be afraid of that? Yeah. As soon as the lights go out, I just I, I, I have the feeling that something is trying to grab me. And I, it never I, I don't think that will ever go away. And unlike your situation where you felt something in the bed, like there was something beside you. I, I never have, like, actually felt it. <laughs> it's not normal. I'm sure there's a rational explanation for what happened to me. But I don't know what that is, because the the thing that I'd been holding on to my entire life as the explanation, not my entire life. So I lived five years of fear, like, oh, there's ghosts, and one of them tried to get in my bed. And then there was uh, 30, no, I'm not that old. Then there was like 20 years of, oh, it was just my sleepwalking sister, and then now I'm back to fear. So I might be like you now. I've I've been able to just turn the lights off and walk upstairs. I've been a normal human being. I've been a functional adult. I've seen what it's like, but now I remember weird thing in the bed. It could be more weird things in the bed. At least, unlike Ray, who I mentioned before, you haven't ever added like a sexual connotation to it. Because then when you thought it was your sister, it gets really weird. And then when it's not your sister, it gets even weird. <laughs> yeah, you just, you're flip-flopping even more. I'm, not... I'm saying at least you don't have to worry about that. Yes, <laughs> correct. I don't. I hadn't even drawn the correlation. I love how I'm like, I want to talk about Ghostbusters and how it relates to the supernatural. Remember this part of Ghostbusters that is definitively not that part? Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. And you're like, you're talking about the ghost blowjob. No, I'm I, I, if not. I can't talk about marshmallows and be like, you know what? I used to roast marshmallows up at Camp, 
Watanachi, and you're like, Ghost Blowjob. A, that does sound like me. Good job. <laughs> B, a suggestion from a song has never meant that much to me, like, in my real physical life. Like, seeing it happen on the screen, the the scene with Ray, that that would stick with me more and be like something like, oh, that that is what could have happened to me than like the the very like cursory mention in a song in a song of like yeah, he had to have thought of all these like ghostly references and been like, oh, crap, what am I gonna do? Like he's just looking at his bookshelf and he's like Invisible Man. Invisible Man! That's like a ghost. Sweet. Got it. <laughs> Finish the song. Like, it's just an afterthought. And that's the one you latched onto of, like, that's what was in my bed all those years ago. <laughs> so I think I should be forgiven wow. for the more visceral scene of like, actually seeing the ghost get in the bed with somebody than just, like, a mention of an invisible man waiting in your, laying in your bed is, like, that, because... that's what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> because when you think about it, that is the most terrifying part of the song. Like, the rest of the song is, like, hey... Who are you going to call for a random ghost problem? Ghostbusters. And it's not really gotten into what that problem could be until halfway through the song, he's like, there's an invisible man laying in your bed. And you're like, okay, now now, now you have my intention. Before, I was picturing Slimer. Now I'm picturing an invisible man laying in my bed. And I don't like that. I mean, yeah, I, I get that part. I, I don't find... Any part of that song... Actually, that's not true. The one part of the song that I always found was creepy, and it's true of, like, any of the songs like that that were, you know, fun but written for, like, a kind of spoopy movie was, uh, is, like, the interlude or whatever when it it goes to, like, the more, like, synthesizer bit. I don't know. It's like, do-do-do. And he's just... He, like, he mumbles little things, but it's, like, otherwise just the creepy music or kind of creepy music, fun, creepy music. That's, like, the only part that I find creepy about that song. Everything else is, like, it's so jovial. I mean, that... When that hits at the end of Ghostbusters, man, everybody's okay. Well, most people are okay and they're all, you know, recovering with all the marshmallow all over them and everything. It's like, wouldn't you want to be covered in marshmallow too, kids? And then that song hits. It's like, oh, man! Life is great. We're the Ghostbusters now. Let's do this. Why it completely turns you around when you watch Ghostbusters 2 and life sucks for them. She's like, no! The Ghostbusters are supposed to be happy! What ruined life for the Ghostbusters? One Time. Time ruins the life of all of us. It wasn't time. It was the lack of ghosts. They got all the ghosts. (laughs) They were too good at the busting. Yes! They did too good a job. They had to start doing uh, birthday parties. Dad says, you guys are crap. Well, give me my money, little turd. <laughs> hey, you know how you're not covered in marshmallow goop right now? You're welcome. <laughs> Ray's comeback for every kid after that point. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, at least you're not covered in marshmallow goop. You're welcome. And Winston just shakes his head as he walks out. He's like, oh, shit, I gotta get a real job. <laughs> I can't hang out with these guys anymore. This does not look good on a resume. <laughs> like to work at a bank <laughs> where'd you work before uh, uh firehouse you worked in a firehouse oh were you a, were you a fireman were you a chief were you, what 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 uh, role did you have i was a yes what 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 was that did you were you a clean a custodian no i was a i was a ghostbuster oh 
Okay. Well, uh, what was the last ghost you caught? Uh, about six years ago, I think. Yeah, about six years ago. So you still dress like that every day. <laughs> and go out in the world. <laughs> Open for a break. You're not going to be good for IT here. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I don't think that's what would happen, but I can't really think of why it wouldn't. Like, you can't set up little towers around New York like lifeguards at the beach and just say we're watching for ghosts and if they come we'll bust them like that's not cool and you can't like fake ghost bust because that's uh you know what you were accused of by walter peck and the last thing you want to do is be stooped to the level that he said you were um my question is like why were all the ghosts in new york yeah they stopped the new york ghosts but boston's gotta have ghosts Atlanta? Take that show on the road. If I've learned nothing from watching Supernatural is that if you drive around the country with the ability to bust ghosts, ghosts will find you. To be fair, I believe the all-female Ghostbusters, I think that did take place in like Boston or some other place, somewhere in the Northeast, but I don't think it was New York. I might be wrong about that. Um, and I haven't seen Afterlife, but... I mean, there's lots of scenes of it, like, in the middle of nowhere. So I imagine, if anything, that's upstate New York. It's not necessarily New York City. So I don't know that that one necessarily takes place in New York City either. So I I agree. Also, it's very unrealistic for these four men to police the ghosts of the entire city. Have you seen New York City? It's quite large. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they're... they're... That was the biggest problem with the Ghostbusters. It accelerated too quickly to... Well, we got them all! Yeah. It's like, well, there's, uh, uh, I got a call. There's a ghost out in Queens. It's like, ugh, I, uh, no, thank you. I'm not, nope. There's, no, there's no scenes of them, like, on the subway, like, time of year. <laughs> heading out to Staten Island or something. Like, yep, we'll go out there and get that ghost. It's like, nope, all the stuff that's within, like, five blocks of us. <laughs> Can't be bothered. <laughs> Gotta drive this giant-ass truck car through New York, New York City traffic. No, thank you. The mileage this thing gets is atrocious. Yeah, so I don't. Do you have any like spooky ghost stories? No, I told you. I, I, everything is like I feel like something may have happened, but I can, I don't have any like definitive. So there were a couple just like local ghost stories that we would always tell uh, growing up, and because like my hometown grew up next to uh, a, a reservation, a lot of them I don't feel comfortable repeating because they were not good. But there's one that I will absolutely retell, and I will tell it every time. When we would drive from my hometown out to this place where you could soak in the natural hot tubs, you had to drive through some back back roads, windy areas, just on a state highway. Standard Idaho stuff. Well, there's one bridge that whenever you drove across it with a big group of people, you would always be like, oh, do you guys know the story about this bridge? And inevitably, somebody hadn't heard the story, so you're like, okay, well... Years ago, there was a really bad car accident where uh, a whole car family was driving on this thing on across this bridge, and the de the driver lost control, slipped on the ice, slid over backwards underneath the bridge. Car is on fire; they couldn't get out, and they all burned alive. And so, everyone in the back seat hold hands, and you guys on the window seats put your hands on the window. And as we drive across, you'll feel it. And so you drive across and the people put their hands on the window and you turn to them like, did you feel it? Did you feel the pain?
of glass? Like, is that a pun? Yeah. The the window pane. <laughs> oh, my God. And then... <laughs> and then people get mad at you and they punch you while you're driving. <laughs> and you're like, hey, stop it. You're going to make this story come true. We're going to haunt this bridge if we crash here. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm going to drive us off this. We all deserve to die now. Thank you for that. Laugh at my joker. I'll kill us all. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's <laughs> dark. I... I, th- the way you set it up, I really thought you're going to be like every time you put your hand to the window and like you can feel heat, and that's like I, I, I would be like whoa, and then I I didn't even get the terrible <laughs> pun like terrible pun until like you know ten seconds. That's why you, hopefully you'll edit around the giant silence that I had because actually no, leave it in. The, the audience deserves to <laughs> experience that the way I did because I, I was like so what's 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 the rest of it? Oh, that was a, a stupid. Uh, screw you. So, yeah, I'm right there with your family. <laughs> we all deserve to die. <laughs> Drive us off this bridge, please, Dad. I, I didn't do that. I, I actually have done that joke to my family. <laughs> and I've done that to my, my wife, who was not my wife at the time. That That's when I knew that she was a keeper, when she didn't leave me over that joke as we were driving to the, the small town to hang out. The fact that you think it's such a hit. That you have to try it with, like, literally everybody. Like, I'm glad that you told me, so if we, you know, ever meet in real life and happen to be in that situation that you can't pull that on me, I, I would just punch you in the face and say, keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to deal with the setup and punchline, quote-unquote. No, I, I, I don't know if I'd do that joke now. Yeah, I would. I can't not. That's one you'll take to your grave. It's actually you, you. You may literally take it to your grave. You may. You may do that and be like, "Well, I finally told the last person it's time for me to go." <laughs> drive off the bridge. <laughs> it's fitting this way. This is how I'm meant to go. <laughs> Family's just standing on the bridge. It's like, "Yep, that's how that had to end." We we knew it would happen. You're not even old. This is like five years from now. <laughs> but they're still young. They haven't even graduated high school. It's just like, well, well we knew that was coming. It's, it's probably better this way for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> this way we're young. We get to enjoy life. We, to... we can still develop a relationship with the stepdad who's obviously going to come in and do a much better job. <laughs> You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 